They are trying to organize a million unmasked march in Springfield tomorrow. And uh, Michael Rebresh is with us, uh, one of the co-organizers for the Million Unmasked March. And Michael, good morning to you. First of all, what's the inspiration for doing the march? Uh, good morning, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this morning. Uh, sure. You know, really, our whole purpose is uh, is about the mandates that were issued by the uh, the governor of uh, Pritzker and the Illinois State Board of Education uh, and the guidelines that they issued for return to school this fall. Uh, specifically, we have an objection to forcing our children into wearing masks for five or eight hours a day, depending on what you, what district you live in. And uh, secondary to that would be a rejection to any notion that uh, for future attendance uh, requirements, uh, a vaccine for COVID-19, a vaccine that, that we would consider untested, unproven, uh, long-term effects are not known, uh, just not something that, that I'm willing to put in my body yet, but we'll we'll see. Michael, um, there's a lot of, of course, uh, developments. Sorry, Sorry about, about that. that. Um, Michael, there's a lot of, of course, developments that have happened over the uh, past few weeks here. Everything from uh, the governor uh, seeming to ramp up his rhetoric this week, saying people who don't want to wear masks are an enemy. Uh, you also have President Donald Trump saying wearing masks is patriotic. Um, what's your response to, first, the president and his stance now uh, saying that, you know, people should wear masks? Uh, not necessarily saying it needs to be mandated, but saying eh, it's a good idea to wear a mask. You know, that's uh, that's great that he's saying that. I'm sure he's been pressured from uh, the politicians on both sides of the aisle to do so. Um, you know, I will, would point out, as you just did, that, that he has not issued a mask mandate, nor has he said that he would. Um, that's that's fine. But but I would also say that with, with President Trump, if he were to cure cancer tomorrow, the other side would accuse him of uh, causing all the oncologists in the world out of a job, all the radiologists out of a job. So, I mean, it's a no win situation for him. Um, great that he's or, uh, recommending masks, but it's a recommendation. It's not an order uh, with regards to the uh, to the governor and his uh calling out folks that don't wear masks, the enemy. I, I can't believe that this man would do such a thing. What a horrible thing to say. He's, he's inviting uh, the, the folks on that side to, to openly attack folks who don't wear masks. It's, uh, it's an invitation to, um, you know, to, to uh, put up physical harm or, or uh, uh, shaming me for, for not choosing to wear a mask. It's, it's divisive. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous, and and you know, children, uh, you know, like my eight-year-old son, like we said the other day, when he goes to the grocery store, half an hour into it, he he wants to take that mask off. Uh, that that makes him an enemy of the state, according to Governor Pritzker. And I'm sorry, but children are not our enemies; they're just not. I'm talking with Michael Rebrest. He's one of the co-organizers of the uh, Unmasked March. You say uh, a million unmasked. How many people do you expect to have here in Springfield tomorrow uh, when it starts? About what ten o'clock? At 10 a.m. is the official kickoff where our speakers uh, speakers uh, we have uh, a children's program beginning at nine uh, up until 10. Uh, I would love to see a million people there. I don't know that Springfield could handle that many. I don't know how many folks are coming in. Um, you know, I, I, I hope a lot, uh, but it will be what it will be. And, and, and you're, for those you're, not that from, show up, you're not from the Springfield area. You're from. Uh, no, I, I live in Manuka, Illinois. I'm about 60 miles outside of Chicago. Uh, we have folks from all over this state who have confirmed that they're planning to attend with their, with their significant other and their children and uh, friends and family, and, and, and we hope to make this a great event. But uh, it's, it's about speaking out against the 
tyrannical government, state government, and their ridiculous guidelines for this return to school. Michael Raybresh uh, is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Michael, I want to get back, though, to President Trump and the, and the mask man, you know, that, that, that the asking people to wear masks in public, you know, and you mentioned that he's probably caving to political pressure. I've never known this man to cave to political pressure. Usually when the pressure starts, he doubles down on that. Could there be a, a possibility that Trump has seen evidence and thinks that masks are the way to keep us safe and get us out of the pandemic? You know, I, I think that there's a lot of different types of masks that people wear. Uh, you know, you look at the, the research on it, and they, they talk about this being about the, the droplets coming out. But, you know, half the people don't wear their masks properly. Uh, a, a little surgical mask is not going to prevent the uh, 0.06 micron COVID-19 from, from escaping uh, or, or coming in through that mask. Uh, if, if you really want to protect yourself from a virus, uh, an airborne virus, you need a full face mask, one that covers your eyes, your nose, your mouth uh, with uh, with the respirators. That's the only way you're going to protect yourself. So to me, this this whole mask business uh, is is as much a political statement uh, as it is anything else. Uh, you know, again, I great for Trump, great for President Trump to uh, to have done that. But just because he's the leader of the United States doesn't mean that I have to follow what what he says. Uh, you know, certainly the folks on the other side don't follow what he says. They, they want to attack him at every, at every turn. Uh, I'm not willing to do that. It's great that he wants to, uh, to, to recommend masks, but it's a recommendation. And he's been very specific about that. Now, if he's seen some sort of other evidence to the, to the contrary, then, then I would say spit it out. Tell us what it is. You know, I think, uh, I think what, what we're really dealing with here, with here is a, is a, a degree of discrepancy that goes from state to state, school board to school board, governor to governor. Nobody's doing it the same way. They they uh, they all say they rely on science and data, but uh, you know whose science, whose data? And, and Michael, if this if this was if this was uh, something that passed the state legislature. Right. They were able to find um, a, a bunch of lawmakers from around the state to get the majority needed to pass it and then uh, pass the Senate and then get it onto the governor's desk. And he signs it. If they made this by law instead of by a governor dictates, would you would you go along? Would you have your kids wear a mask in school? I, I, I of course, would have my kids wear a mask to school if that's what they chose to do. If that was the only way that they were going to get into school, because it's important for my children to be in a school being taught by professional teachers in a school environment where they're going to get the uh, the, the uh, social and emotional connection of being around age-appropriate children. Uh, that's, if that's what they're going to do, then, then that, I would send my kids to school that way. I'm not going to be happy about it. Uh, I don't think that the uh, the state of Illinois should be uh, mandating or creating a law that tells people what they can wear. I mean, uh, you know, if I wear a Superman shirt and somebody says Superman's a bad guy, then I get told that I'm not going to be able to wear a Superman shirt. Who does that? What what kind of state government decides that sort of thing? That's that's you know, it's absurd that they would even consider it. Uh, you know, when this all started, and and they've been saying it for for what five months now that if you can't socially distance, wear a mask. Well, I have no problem socially distancing. And, and, and everywhere I've gone, I have, I've seen, you know, they got the little spots on the floor that tell you to stay six feet away. I can stay 10 feet away from people. If I'm able to socially distance, why do I need to wear a mask? 
We're talking with uh, Michael Rebresh. Uh, and then finally, you know, at least for me here and Chris, feel free to um, get some other questions in if you feel. Sure. But uh, you mentioned that there's a kids program. Um, I'm sure that that piqued some ears uh, from listeners who may support mask mandates. Uh, and they may hear that as something that's uh, they're, they're going to be endangering children. Um, it, what's your response to that? Uh, if indeed you uh, are going to have children's programming there, and I imagine you're you're not necessarily saying that people have to wear masks during this outdoor event. Uh, no, of course not. Uh, as always, it's it's a person's individual right to choose what they want to do. If they choose to show up wearing a mask, that's their choice. As far as the children are concerned, you know, I would point to. Uh, the one organization that, that I think we can all agree on is not political, and that's the American Academy of Pediatrics, who very specifically said that very rarely do children contract COVID-19, and even more rarely do they transmit it to others. And so, you know, that's science and data that I know that I sure. me personally I have used in the past to uh, to rely on on how to how to handle medical needs with my children as that particular agency and, and and again they're not a political organization so if the American Academy of Pediatrics is saying that children don't get deaths very rarely and they very rarely transmit it then I don't see how you can make the statement that having our rally is is going to cause children to 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 get COVID-19. They certainly aren't saying that during all the other protests and rallies that we've seen all over the country. There, you know, you can Google right now, um, is COVID-19 transmitted through uh, protest? And you'll see page after page after page that tells you that protests have nothing to do with it. So, you know, I, I think it's a foolish notion to, to suggest that that because we're going to have uh, children out there and, and their parents are bringing them, that, that somehow we're inviting the children to, to get the virus. Uh, you know, All evidence to the contrary. Well, Michael, we're just about out of time here. Where can people find out more about the Million uh, Unmasked March? So well, you can find us on Facebook as the uh, Million Unmasked March. We also have a webpage, com, And we welcome as many folks that want to come out and uh, and stand up to to these ridiculous, expensive mandates from the from the ISBE and the governor, and uh, we hope that uh, everybody shows up and, and we're going to have a great time. We're going to we have some great speakers, uh, folks that are well known in this in, in, in the state and in your community, and uh, you know we're looking forward to a good time and, and and standing up for the rights of our children. Be safe out there. Greatly appreciate your time this morning, and um, we'll check back in. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys bringing me on too. Nine seventy a.m. WMA. Springfield. Oh, there you that. go. Oh, Look at oh, that. Oh, there we go. 94.7 FM, man. You forgot the FM. We got FM now. <laughs> we're, we're in the big 94.7 FM. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the time. You bet.